Hello, beautiful listeners, and welcome to another episode of Canvas Me Today podcast. Today, it's your host here, Nikish, along with Sean Zay. Thank you for tuning in for this episode, and today we will be talking about counselors. To get started, we're going to read the definition of what a counselor is, types of counselors, and then talk about how counselors kind of ruined our lives, but uh, can also potentially maybe not in the future. I don't know. Definition. A person trained to give guidance on personal, social, or psychological problems. Some of the synonyms as to this are as follows. Advisor, consultant, mentor, confidant, instructor, coach, list goes on. You sound like a whole robot in that whole (laughs) sentence, but... Back to the topic at hand, but there are different types of counselors, right? There is a marriage and family counselor. There is rehabilitation, substance abuse counseling, mental health counseling, which is like one of the big ones people really know about, and guidance and career counseling as well, right? And it's also like finance counseling as well, if you want to tie that in, but I feel like it also ties in with uh, guidance and career to some extent. Yeah, but uh, we're here to talk about whether counselors suck at their job or not. And kind of focusing on school counselors, because that's what... Most of our youth are coming across their encounters or at a young age are with their school counselors, guidance counselors. What do you think, Nikish? What what does their role really call for in a school environment? Does that get fulfilled by them? Yes, no. How can we change it to become a stronger and more meaningful part of the system? They already have a big job in itself. Like, don't get me wrong. They already do with the way I had it in my high school, like, you know, we had it. It was divided by by last name, by alpha, right? So that we had three counselors, each counselor responsible for a certain amount starting last name. And like, yeah, they already have a big job with like, mm-hmm. you know, a school full of like hundreds of kids. They got to fix like, you know, get all these courses in for these kids and everything. And also got to make sure they're uh, helping these kids help with their like get opportunities and stuff for post-secondary and so forth. But yeah. like where they really, really lack is helping them out. Right. And even then, they even doubt us on top of that, because one of my friends, she did a victory lap and she was trying to get into university and her counselor straight up in her face told her, you will not make it to university. You will not get an offer. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, what the heck? And that, this was my counselor, too. So I was like, well, right. And I had some bad experience yeah. with my counselor as well. But, you know, she told her straight, like told her, called her family saying, oh, your daughter should not be doing a victory lap she is you know not gonna make the university anyway there's no point in her wasting her time just tell her to go straight into college but like her parents were it, it's stupid but like you know her parents yeah. managed to like fight like you know argue mm. with her and be like just let her do a victory lap and do her english and she's university now she's like almost done i wish i could say that that's one incident or like once in a blue moon but that seems to be almost like every other case a lot of my peers go through similar encounters like that with their counselors and like one thing I also noticed, they put this fear on us as well. That's one thing I've realized, right? When I when I was in grade nine, grade ten, they kind of just babied us. Mm-hmm. And like near the end of grade ten, like eleven, and then like grade eleven and twelve, they just fucking drop yeah, this yeah. fat ass bomb on you, saying, "Oh, like that, like it's yes. just like as a snap yeah. of the finger, boom, it's like zero to one hundred, real quick." Fear and stress just dropped on you, right? Like that. They say, "Oh." You're in grade 11 now. Oh, you're mm-hmm. almost grade 11. You know, act like adults, right? It's not even that. It's also the fact that they they put this fear on getting yeah. into post-secondary. When realistically, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. And for some people, are going to, like, you know, they're going to be like, oh, what the, like, what am I saying? It's just stupid. No, it's really not that hard. If you're looking into the right program for you, and you mm-hmm. really put your mind to that, instead of, like, instead of half-assing it, like, I know people who have made it to university half-assing their way through high school cousin she's trying to get into this medical program 
from McMaster University. Yeah. And she needs like a 92 average or something. So already, like she's in grade 11, she's already kind of killing herself. I'm like, damn. She's like, she's drowning herself in school. But like, she told me like her counselors like told her, they had a whole assembly and stuff like, oh, if you do bad in grade 11, you might not get into your school. Mm-hmm. That's not really true because... That's only if you want early acceptance. And early acceptance isn't really a big thing. It's it's great. It's great. But then, in my opinion, early acceptance, you have more stress on your shoulders. Because yeah. I feel like it's 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 kind of stupid because you know what? You get it that first semester, but then that second semester, mm-hmm. you can't slack. You still have mm-hmm. to go at that speed you're going at. Or even better. right? Cause you like, might it's a great it. thing, but it's like, not everything. Mm, I got my acceptance to college in second semester. After I got that acceptance, I did not care. I literally just maintained exactly. my 80% average. Exactly. That's all I did. I didn't bother going up or down. I just didn't care. On top of what the pandemic made it really easy too. <laughs> I, I get what you mean. And kind of the whole thing that they make it almost feel like you have this limited time and like if you don't do it in this period, then you'll never be successful and you'll never get into university. I'm enrolled in academic upgrading. So what that is for people that don't know, it's uh, like when you have your high school diploma, Um, it's like adult school, you could say, and when you're 18 plus, you would kind of just enroll in some credits if you wanted to either improve it or you never enrolled in it in the first place, so then you can pursue post-secondary education in, um, yeah, whatever program you wish to pursue, and they make it feel almost like once you walk out these high school doors, you're never going to get into any other, like, that's a lie, and I hate that they kind of put perpetuate this thing that isn't a reality and this fear into these children's mind and this thing that counselors do it's it's very unnecessary yeah and unwanted yeah but there's this thing that counselors and adults do that um make you feel like they're your best friend but really they're not and what i mean by that is that they provide you with enough information to make it seem like they're being transparent with you but really they like to keep something behind why because um it doesn't benefit like either them or the government or it's first if a student fails a teacher's class for instance that and that happens over and over again that teacher will be pulled aside and questioned right so it's something like that that they want to get as many students out of the doors as soon as possible at whatever cost but the reality is is that you can get your diploma at a 50 60 percent average and then after that, just do academic upgrading. Like, don't take that stress. There's something called mental health, and that's priority. Like, these grades, they will come with time. But right now, your mental health, it goes, it's out the door, down the drain. So. And, like, the other thing that also kind of, like, pisses me off is, like, our parents and our grandparents. I don't understand that it should be mental health over, like, anything, mm-hmm. right? But, but I don't mean, like, yeah. fully just drop everything for unless Unless... <laughs> Of course. Uh, unless of course. you're at like breaking point, like you're you're li- like at serious breaking point, then yeah, yes. right. But like you know, there should be a point where like mm-hmm. you know you should take days off to you know you know resettle your mind, get it back in the right headspace. And that's the thing that they don't teach us as well. We all, we have to learn that on our own, right? And yeah. and the other thing is, it's it's, it's also not counselors, it's also some teachers. Like some teachers will be like, oh, yeah. you know, take a day, like you know, take a mental day off, keep yourself in the right headspace, and then. They drop a fucking mega assignment on us. Like, what was your speech just five and then, well, minutes ago? I have ago? to catch up on the work. What was that about? <laughs> yeah. Like, does that not contradict each other? Like, I don't know who you're trying to help. <laughs> you or me. Because it doesn't seem right? like me. But then, like, 
the other thing is a lot like I realize um, a lot of people rely on counselors to get information for post secondary. One thing I would say if you have no one that has gone to post secondary, mm-hmm. I would say your counselor should be a last resort to ask for information. Or maybe go with them first just to get like a basic information mm-hmm. on what to go off of. Like yeah. right? And then from there I would say talk to your teachers. Like find one good teacher that you know and yeah. talk to them because they will fucking help. They will help you. Right? But it depends on the teacher. One thing I will say, this was kind of controversial to some extent, but using Reddit, Reddit has some really good information, yeah. right? Like, sometimes it's stupid, sometimes it's false, but, like, I wouldn't say fully tr- entrust Reddit, but I'm going to, like, you know, for okay. nice, it's, it's basically like a Wikipedia right. almost. All right, if you don't know what Reddit is, it's basically like this community and, okay. like, there's, like, sub-communities, I think it is, and everyone, like, you know, like, they comment and they mention stuff about said sub-community, so on and so forth. You know, just typing something blah blah reddit and then they'll give you a whole like a whole bunch of people like actual people who've been through okay. it they did if you look at the the main comment they will comment underneath everything like saying oh this app blah, blah 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 people answering the question that they asked personally to some extent reddit is helpful right but i i wouldn't fully entrust in it but it's a good decent guideline of course of course just like use your sources your guidance counselor is not your only option no one's saying that like it's only your counselor that can ever guide you for your post-secondary information oh one thing that really i never understood the mandatory 40-hour volunteer because volunteer hours is supposed to be voluntary yeah but this is mandatory so how was it technically considered Mm -hmm. like it's messy i get what you're saying like that never wrapped around my head but I don't know why I even I don't know why I'm saying that I I had like 400 hours. <laughs> I don't know why I'm complaining, but just like just so you know, it's not even that hard. Really, it's not that hard to get the hours actually. Well, I wouldn't. Okay, so it's slightly off topic, but I will answer with what I believe. Yes, it's mandatory, and it's kind of like okay, meaning a volunteer. I think it's kind of to push our youth to go out more and kind of uh, search and experience the world and kind of find like what they like don't like so i think that's really what the purpose is and kind of to get them get the ball rolling for volunteers like sometimes there are people who continue volunteering at animal shelters for example because they started from high school that would have never happened if they weren't kind of forced to or wasn't mandatory i know like like i'll give it that but like it's just it's just like the meaning of it you know like yeah like change the meaning yeah you know but it's whatever like just honestly it's just say it what it is it's just sometimes like ever since grade eight when i heard mandatory volunteer i was like mandatory volunteer hours (laughs) just the two words beside each other yeah like when i was in grade eight i'm like my 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 grade eight teacher said oh so this is what you need to get your Mm. high school diploma you need to get these credits for this this and this and this is the many total credits you have and you also need to do the OSLT test, the EQAO, by the way, both of them are fucking bullshit, by the way. Those two tests, ate them, unnecessary, uh, back to the topic at hand. And then she said, mandatory volunteer hours. And I looked at her like, miss, mandatory volunteer hours. I don't think that sounds yeah. voluntary. <laughs> but yeah. And the other aspect of counselors, which makes a lot of people struggle on, is the mental health aspect. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when students come in and they have, like, an issue and they don't know who to go to, they go to counselors. Personally, yeah. I would say principals would be a better push to go to. Definitely agree. The issue is that principals have a whole other... Right, that but, like, I understand... As well, right? So it's not a cookie-cutter solution. Right? Like, but personally, like, my experience 
it's it's better with the principal. Like yes, the principal has you know other duties, and you know they have probably one of the most biggest ones trying to run the school, making sure everything's like you know on top and everything. But do you know why it's better with the principal? Because I can say that too. That my experience with whenever it came, an issue came up and it had to be resolved by or with the principal, it was because if it crosses that line then they're all gonna the whole staff is gonna have to hear something from a meeting and they don't want that because that's a strike then that's that Mm -hmm. there's a reputation for the school to hold right so they like to keep that within the school community which feels kind of cultish to be honest but like that's why it's so better because they're putting all their time and energy to resolve your issues instead of kind of just like oh write about your problems in a journal like the counselors kind of just like slap yeah. in your face because you know they have they think these cookie cutter solutions are gonna like keep them busy for a while while we finishing other duties which brings me to my next point which is so right now this entire time we were kind of like speaking on like counselors or this this and this and now i want to talk about why they're this this and this and it's kind of unfair because counselors are given a lot to do like a lot they have to make the timetable for all these students. They are also teachers for people who don't know. I didn't know this until my 11th year that um, counselors are teachers and then they can apply to be a counselor. It's not just like a graduation to counselor. There's like steps to it. So when a teacher calls in, they're maybe called into a classroom. Like there's a lot on their plate. And this is why I kind of don't like the idea of having my counselor being my therapist because that's very personal and those are two different things that should not mesh. And I feel like a therapist should be a therapist because it's hard for a counselor to kind of figure out when do I get formal, when do I get personal, when do I get... Like, it's a very messy and emotional thing to do that not just anyone can do by being a counselor. I think that should be someone who is a specialist who has been dealing with youth and mental health for some years. Someone who is not a counselor so they can fully devote their time to actually trying to understand and solve whatever the child or teen is dealing with. That's just me, though. No, like, I, I, I personally agree with that, right? There there should be, like, counselors which help with, like, you know, getting the timetables and stuff done for schools, for the kids, the students. And there should be these other set of people who are therapists. The difference between therapy and counseling are two different meanings, right? Counseling, you kind of just talk about your feelings and then you mm-hmm. go about your day. And they, write down, and they write it down on your file and that's about it. And then every teacher knows about, like, the, not every teacher knows, but they know that you're considered, like, depending on what you talked about, you're considered mm-hmm. at risk, right? At risk, either meaning at risk of either endangering yourself, others, and I think there's one more. But this, yeah, but if you fall into any one of those three categories, they have to call someone. Mm-hmm. Like, they're allowed to call family members at home, uh, sometimes even police officers and such. And oh, that such just reminds that. me. The whole, I'm not going to tell anyone. Oh, my God. But, see, the thing with that, they won't tell your parents unless you mention one of the three things. I forget what the third thing is, but, like, whether it's harming yourself, harming others, and whatever the last one Yeah, but I said everything, and then they still said that I'm not going to tell them. That's when it hurts. When you would just walk home, and you're just like, oh, so you got a call. All right. Family meeting, yay. But, like, for you, but but what did you say to them, like, generally? It wasn't general. That's, like, like, it wasn't general, and I don't blame them. Like, I understand it's a very difficult position to be in and, and decide. Is this something I go ahead and tell her parents? Will this ruin her life? Do I tell the teachers? Who do I share this with? Do I call the cops? yada 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 it's just that like don't lie to my face then when i told you everything and then say that oh yeah i'm totally not sharing this this is confidential when like the minute i walk out you pick up that phone and start dialing my parents so 
that's just when it hurts. I'm just like, all right. Well, let me just go back to like, uh, I, I talked about counseling. Let me talk about like different yes. things. Ther- like therapy. So therapy, what therapy is, they, they, they talk to you about like, you know, what, how you feel, what's going on in your head and everything. You know, they, they can tell your parents or the cops if you, if you say one of the three things, like, you know, again, you're trying to harm yourself, harm someone else. If they're one of the three, they can tell your parents. So they have to take, tell someone. I know some therapists don't. The good therapists don't. Unless it's to a certain extent. Like, what I mean by good therapist, I'm like, because people are afraid to say it to therapists. Because they know the consequences. Like, you know, they know, like, some people are sent to a psych ward for it. And that is not entirely true, yeah. but it is possible. Yeah. Depending on your therapist, right? And it's a bad fear to have, especially when you're seeking that help, right? But mm-hmm. it's understandable, but it's yeah. pretty shitty to have, you know? But... Back to the point what therapists do, they kind of help you out and, yeah. they, you know, try to figure out what's going on in your head. And from there, they'll give you tips to help you in how to cope with certain things or how to cope with what you're going through. And then from there, they can either decide if they want to put you on, like, medication to, like, help ease everything. That's what I personally think, like, you know, school chef counselors and then have therapists that tag along with the counselors. Or maybe even have counselors mm-hmm. that have, like, something related to therapy. In Ontario, I doubt that that's ever going to happen. Especially with the budget cuts made to schools yeah. and stuff like that, I doubt that happens. Yeah, but. with our government right the other now. Thing, like, you, know how you're, you know how you're mentioning, like, you know, you're taking, like, these these things to, like, upgrade your, upgrade, like, take these credits. Academic upgrading? Academic upgrading. So, like, are you taking high school courses or, like, college courses? They're high school courses. Um, that That's okay. what, yeah. So, they're high school courses. You have your high school diploma at this point. You're an adult. And you can just enroll in, and I believe there are three months um, each course. And I think you can enroll in two uh, maximum at a time, but that might be incorrect information. I don't know the updated information, to be honest, so, but yeah. That's not bad. But, like, the other thing, like, back to the thing about, like, schools and stuff, the thing that people have got to understand, if you come out of high school and you don't know what to do, it's okay. Yeah, Absolutely. Right? And that's one thing counselors don't talk about. They're like, oh, it's not yeah. okay. When in reality, it is okay. Honestly, like, we're not meant to, ha- like, work 9 to 5 or go through school for that long. There's, it's, it's a bit of a story for another time or another another episode because I, I can go on and on about it. But you just got to understand, like, one thing I'll give the education system is that if you're in the right program, you'll get the, you'll, you'll retain a good amount of information and if you're like really really confused i wouldn't say take time off and fully like just fuck around and have fun like take the time to figure out what you want to do and be strict on going back to school right and that's one mistake people do they they end up working and yeah. they like the work life they don't, don't want to go back to school life and when you say school we don't mean in the traditional sense school can be online school can be homeschooling like it can be anything that works for you just like oh, yeah. learn get better at doing things progress through life but yeah uh, like one, one thing one good thing that people can fall back onto is anything business related and that's just me on a personal perspective because for me i find nikish here is a businessman yeah he knows all the ins and outs just ask him well, not all the ins and outs i know a good amount of stuff like throughout all of high school like i did a whole bunch of business courses and i was told to go into business i never went into business 
But it's a good background to have. It's a good thing to have, yeah. I will say. I believe so too, yeah. Whatever your interest is, business can really fit into any... But yeah, but uh, before I cut you yeah. off, I'm saying, let me talk about the difference between counseling and therapy. What are you saying? Well, I wanted to kind of just brush over like representation of counselors in media and kind of note how counselors are like the only kind of group that are represented accurately, I want to say, through media mm. because... Damn, do they suck and do I hate them in these movies? One of them, it's a new movie actually, Moxie. Uh, it kind of speaks on like sexism and like there's just this like multiple short uh, counselor scenes with this student and kind of how she just really does not give a damn about her job and she has a thing for the student, which I'm not saying is a thing for counselors, but it's just really how they just don't care. And you feel that, like, you can be crying and they'll just be like, yeah, well. And then, do you want to speak on 13 Reasons Why and kind of the mental health and counseling in that? Yeah, for those of you who don't know what 13 Reasons Why is or haven't been. Which I would be shocked if yeah, you didn't. It's a big thing. Yeah, four or five in grade years. nine. The school sent letters and phone calls. I understand because of the subject matter, which was on suicide. And real quick, if anyone is dealing with or you know anyone who is dealing with, please take cautions to be there for them, especially during these really difficult times in COVID. On to that. For those of you who don't remember on 13 Reasons Why, quick little background story. It is a book and they turn it to a TV show series. It's a Netflix original. And basically, it was about this girl, Hannah Baker. And like, like, you know, her story of suicide and why she killed herself. And at the very end, like, by the way, spoilers if you haven't watched it. At the very end, like, I think it was the last episode, or the second last one, just before she killed herself. That sounds so bad. I'm so sorry. But, yeah, I know. But, yeah, just before she killed herself, she talked to her counselor. And her counselor, you know, that was her last grain of hope. And throughout the whole show, like, the counselor, mm -hmm. this is, like, like after she died, he was, trying to he was trying to figure out why she killed herself, right? And she had these tapes, and I think he had them at the very end, right? And he was the last reason why she killed herself. Because he wasn't there to help. He didn't really push himself to like really help her mm -hmm. like he was kind of just being a teacher if that makes sense he was just being very like strict to the book he, he didn't he didn't mm -hmm. right like and the way he was he wasn't like talking to her like on a point where she can relate and he made it very like straightforward he didn't like like slowly ease into it like like he told her to come out straight and you know if you said to someone who's going through something like that they're not gonna want to say it right on top of that yeah. you know there's this fear of telling counselors so like you have to like like you know slowly ease into the whole thing you know you can't just like tell them boom tell them what's going on right and that's kind of what he did in the show like how it was based off in the in the show and for the most part that was decently well represented you know from real life to like hollywood or like you know to media i feel like the writers played it safe with that scene because they they didn't know if they wanted to show him as a villain or kind of just like a canvas for anyone to project how they feel this counselor is are they the villain are they here to support her kind of kept him very kind of like not so developed for the sake of people because it's not a copy paste experience for everyone with counselors so I feel like they felt almost like scared and felt as if this was a narrative for everyone who has dealt with counselor slash therapy because what it was it was it was looking at through the eyes of Hannah Baker mm -hmm. right so it looked at through her perspective and throughout the show they kind of made him like a bit of both right because like you can see like in yeah, every yeah. like you know post Hannah's death which is kind of like the first couple episodes and he's trying to figure out why she did it why everything happened and everything and then you know at the very end 
they figure out that, oh, boom, he's the one why she died at the very end. And then the next seasons, by the way, the next seasons are just not worth watching, by the way. Yeah. I really do feel like the show would have had a lot more respect if it was just the one season. After yeah. it seemed like a money grab, but that's controversy. Like, yeah. But, um, so basically in season two, he kind of just got fired and they had a whole new counselor. And they made her, like, you know, look like, like a good counselor, but... I feel like what made her a good counselor, like when I think season one or two ended, season two, uh, before he left, I think, he gave a file of students who were at risk. So I feel like that also kind of like helped fix the narrative of counselors. Like, yeah, they're good counselors. Yeah, there's bad counselors. That's the one good thing the show did. It, it, it looked through both good and bad through this one character. Mm-hmm. Alright, well, that seems to be it. That was the episode on school counselors. Kind of a part two or continuation, you can say, of the last episode, which was schools. Which, by the way, if you haven't checked that out, uh, you can definitely give that a listen. And yeah, do follow our Instagram page for updates on episodes. And if you just want to give us a DM on what you think of our uh, episodes, any topic suggestions, thank you so much for tuning in for this episode. Till next time, your hosts, Nikish and Shanti.